This is Tech Unmuted, the podcast of modern collaboration, where we tell the stories of how collaboration tools enable businesses to be more efficient and connected with your hosts, George Shanestein and Santi Cuellar. Welcome to Tech Unmuted. Welcome to the latest episode of Tech Unmuted. Today, we're going to talk about apps. So uh, the thing to keep in mind when you talk about apps in Teams is these are things that are very business-oriented kind of applications typically. So there is an analogy to the App Store on Apple, the Google Play Store, right? Those apps are typically a little different. They tend to be a bit more socially oriented or leisure or travel or something, right? Sports. Uh, some of those kind of things are available in Teams, uh, but you what you generally see are much more business practical apps. One of my favorites is there's a survey tool that you can invoke in a meeting and do some really quick hit surveys with the participants of the meeting and really intuitive to use couple of seconds literally to set up a question and and launch it basically as fast as you can type you can create the survey with it yeah. but there's a plethora of other apps that are out there and you were at a microsoft conference a couple months ago sante why don't you share a little bit on what they said about the number of apps and sort of what that looks like oh yeah so this is the microsoft 365 conference in vegas back in may um and i remember i wrote it down they said that currently in the Microsoft App Store, right, uh, for Teams, we have over 100,000 custom apps. Wow. Yeah, that's what I said. It's like, wait, 100,000 custom apps. And that was back in May. Imagine when we reconvene next year at the next Microsoft 365 conference a year later, yep. how many apps will there be? I mean, it's, it's I find that just crazy. Um, but I, I do like the, the survey app. Um, I, I guess if we had to divide apps into like categories, you know, you have what's what I would call like the core apps. These are apps that are kind of already embedded in teams when you open up your teams environment. So, you know, yeah. there's a calendar app there. There's a channels, um, you know, those types of apps. Those are kind of default functionalities of teams, but they're, they're essentially apps, right? And then you have apps that are created by Microsoft, which, uh, by the way, they've done a good job to your point of creating apps that really matter, right? Yep. Some of the, there are some custom apps that maybe have some gamification to it, uh, to kind of, you know, make, uh, I guess the work environment kind of fun, but honestly, the Microsoft apps for the most part are all about, you know, productivity and, and yep. stuff like that. Um, I don't know about you, but I have a favorite list of, okay. Microsoft, of Microsoft apps. Um, there's an app uh, from Microsoft called a channel calendar. So uh, those of you who are familiar with teams, you have a team. And within a team, you can have a channel. Well, yeah. now you can have a calendar specific to that channel. So maybe that channel is all about planning an event or something. It's great because then you have your own standalone calendar. I thought that was that was genius. Um, there's also an approvals uh, app, and that approval app, similar to the survey app that you mentioned, 
But this is like you're trying to get sign off from people on something. And so you can attach what it is you want them to approve and then ask for the approval. And they have to literally go in there and sign off. And that's pretty cool. Uh, Of course, you have the Avatar app. That's our favorite app, right? Um, There is a new one called, uh, there's a math app. And so any mathematical equation, (laughs) you can plug it in there and it will figure it out for you. And so that's great if you're like trying to crunch numbers or come up with some percentages or some uh, predictability you can plug in this information to the math app and get that. Um, I like the whiteboard where you can actually draw. Great if you're trying to explain like some type of network design or engineering or trying to draft something. Uh, One that's going to be a hit. This is going to be a hit. I'm telling you, this is going to be one of those things they talk about, and that is sales co-pilot. Yes. And so sales co-pilot replaced viva sales so if you were familiar with viva sales viva sales has been renamed to sales copilot because now the copilot ai module or engine is embedded into this and you can tie it into you ready for this salesforce.com or microsoft uh, dynamics and 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 grab the the customer info It, it has really cool stuff like you can basically grab an email from a customer and enter it into your salesforce.com notes by just clicking on it. You have stuff like that. It's really cool. Um, there's one that I got my eye on. This is a new one. It's under preview. So this is the next one I'm going to dive into, but I really like what I'm seeing. It's called customer insight. So similar to sales copilot where it ties into a CRM, this one seems to be at, at the surface from what I'm, what I'm able to see kind of like a pop-up, like the old, you know, call center pop-ups where somebody would call in and boom. And I saw that when you shared it. I took a look yesterday when you shared it. Yeah. I want to peel that one back. It's in preview mode right now. And, you know, we love to preview stuff. So that's, that's next on our list. Uh, But let me tell you one that I, that I, I am really enjoying and I can't wait to hear the results because we're implementing this live is the virtual appointments, right? We did a, we did a whole podcast on this, right? But man, to be able to go to a website and say, I need to speak to somebody now and have a, an appointment queue and have agents sitting there waiting to engage with a prospect in this format, in a video conference. Now, that's just going to be phenomenal. So, I mean, I can go on, but those are like my, the ones that really stand out for me from Microsoft. Those are the yeah. ones. And the other category I would put apps in is third-party apps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Workday has a third-party app. Yep. You know, uh, uh, Cisco WebEx has a third-party app. Uh, I have a third-party app that I pref- that I love, and that's the Starbucks app. Be- there's a Starbucks coffee app. I don't know if you guys knew this, but you can have a Starbucks coffee app in your Microsoft Teams. And you're asking yourself, well, why on earth would you have a Starbucks coffee app in your Microsoft Teams? What are you going to do? Order coffee? No, it's so that you can treat your colleagues to coffee. So you want to thank somebody for helping you? You send them a, a, a coffee uh, credit, if you would, that they can literally go and use at their local Starbucks and get a free cup of coffee on you. You've paid for it in advance. Nice. Yes. Where's my coffee? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's coming. I, I, I just, I, 
you have to do something really, really great for me to uh, give you a, a, a cup of coffee. And then, uh, and then there's the custom apps, right? Custom apps is what we're talking about. A hundred thousand plus of these. These are just apps from people who, you know what? They recognize there's like a gap or, or something that could be done better. You, you and I were talking about how we don't have email for teams. Well, guess what? There's an app for that, right? <laughs> and we found one. We found one. There's an app. There's a, a custom app that does that. So listen, the app world in, in, in Microsoft, specifically in, within Teams, is mind-blowing. And, and I think that most people today are probably leveraging just the tip of the iceberg of apps. And they're probably, I'm going to take a guess For here. Sure. It's yep. probably just Microsoft stuff, right? The micro, because it's 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 what shows up first, right? Um, but I I could see that changing over time, and I think part of the reason why people don't use more apps, honestly, is because I don't know if I don't think they have a good practice on how to um, search. For, it's it's overwhelming. So how to search for an app? And um, you know, there's a couple so of things. Can you give I do. us? Yeah. Can you give us a look? Like, what is the best way? You know, I I sometimes look for apps in Teams. Yeah. There's the apps button at the top. Yeah, that's what I use. But other times I look in the standard Teams interface, not in a meeting, mm -hmm. and do some searches, right? I found there's a weather app in there, and there's a couple other ones that I ran across just by looking in there. I'm seeing now it said, you know, more socially oriented stuff and games on other platforms. Yeah. One of the one of the ones that pops up in my sort of top list of three when I'm in here is games yeah. for work. So right, right, right. Uh, but why don't you give us a look at uh, some best practices for doing searches and and where people should go to search? Yeah, hold on. Let me switch my screen real quick. Let me pull up my Teams app. So the way I search for apps is I click on the app icon and it just brings up this entire dashboard here, right? And that's um, right on the left-hand side, right? So on the menu yeah. bar all the way on the left, sort yeah. of right in the center there. Yeah, pretty much. It's the, it's the whole navigation bar on the, on the left, typical navigation bar. And then, you know, once you click on it, you just, you get this dashboard. But, um, so here's how I do it. First of all, if you specifically want to look at Microsoft apps where Microsoft is the publisher, um, I go to categories and I just click on built by Microsoft and it'll load up here in a minute, just a ton of Microsoft wow. apps. And by the way, so some of the, some of my favorite Microsoft apps I mentioned earlier are in here. Um, something to note, uh, not every app works the same way. Like some of these apps, when you add them, There'll be an there'll be a separate icon on that navigation bar, right? Some of these apps will live inside of your messaging window, and so when you have a Microsoft Teams message window open, and you have your your message field where you're going to type in your message underneath, you have a bunch of little icons. Some of these apps will live there, and so you know understanding how uh, how they where they live and how you activate them, uh, it'll be it'll be it'll be intuitive. You'll you'll know right away, but. Yeah. Um, uh, so this is, you know, if you want to see Microsoft apps, there's your channel calendar I just mentioned earlier, right? So this is a great place to to go and, and search for Microsoft specific apps. That's how I do it. Now, when I'm looking for an app to solve a problem, okay, the way I do it is I think about 
where does that problem live? So, for example, uh, uh, you know, we, we, you and I both know that there was a, a, a potential prospect that they were wondering how to tie Salesforce.com data into their team's environment. We're like, well, I'm pretty sure there's an app for that. Right? And so, yeah. so what I would do is in that case, I would come here to categories and I would search for the category that best kind of fits that problem. And this, in this case, it's sales and marketing because we are talking about Salesforce.com. Um, and, and I come here, I start here. And so that's where we brought, we, we brought up, you know, uh, sales copilot, uh, where sales copilot is able to tie into your CRM and provide you, uh, you know, you can have communication between teams and your salesforce.com instance and yep. provide you customer records as well. Um, and that's also where I mentioned earlier about the customer insights, as you can see, it's in preview mode. So, uh, we're going to request access to this one so we can, uh, test it. Uh, but that's that's the the second methodology I use. So I'm looking for an app to solve a problem. What's the problem? And you know where does that problem lie? In this case, it was a sales uh, challenge that they were having. So I came to the sales and marketing section, and 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 I start to search. Sometimes you can tell by the name of the app if it's a fit. Other times you just have to kind of take your time to read through the description. Okay. Uh, those are the two most common methodologies I use, whether I'm searching for a Microsoft app or I'm trying to solve a problem, I look for the category. I, I, I personally don't uh, use the industry's uh, uh, category or, or, or search capability, yeah. but there is, there is an industry one where if you're specific to like the healthcare industry, you can click on there and you'll see healthcare related apps. I, I personally don't use this one. The third option I use is the, the keyword search. And so, for example, my pet peeve, where's my email in Teams, right? Why isn't there an email? Yep. And so if, if I type in email and I just do a search, um, it'll start to search. First of all, I'll search for workflows. And then after workflows will always come up first for some reason. Um, and then eventually it'll show me uh, apps. Let's see. Let's see here if I can. Oh, there it just I, I just had to expand apps. So that's good to know. There's a category called workflow category called apps. Workflow was expanded. I just clicked on apps and here here's that T-mail I found the other day. Right. Uh, it's, a, it's a custom app. Right. But yep. I did it by searching uh, with the keyword. And there actually looks like there's more than when we had first looked at this. Yeah, except that except that if you read the descriptions, right. So some of these, like for example, one is add an email to a Teams conversation. Well, I can do that today. I don't yeah, know. yep, right. we can do that. Right, or enable texting on your business phone. Okay, great, but we have a solution for that as well that we, we yep. provide with our call and solutions. The one that really seems to be a good fit for what I wanna do, which is read, uh, receive, and compose emails inside of Teams is at T-mail, which yep. uh, we haven't tested it yet, but it's, you know, uh, it's one of those things that, again, I found it by searching for a keyword. So again, three methodologies. One is I go to the built by Microsoft apps. If I want to find a specific Microsoft uh, published app, I use categories uh, and I specifically look for, you know, business categories. I don't use industries necessarily, but you could. And then the third is I just use a keyword and, see what else I kind of drill down that way. Um, and so that's how I do it. So let me just switch my screen back. So George, where do you see apps uh, 
in six months, a year from now? Like, what, what do you, how do you, what do you envision? So, a couple of things. I think there's two dynamics that'll take place. One, there's probably going to be a more standard way to integrate them in certain parts of teams. I would yeah. suspect that you'll have some ability to sort of drag things around or move things around to customize it for your own view, right? Your own business purposes. Oh, like a widget, like 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 build yes. a set of widgets where you you create a dashboard with the apps you want when you want it. Okay, yes. I like that idea. Yeah. So Microsoft, like left hand column there. Listen to this podcast, Microsoft. We're yeah. giving. Good feedback here. All right, go ahead. <laughs> and I and I think there's going to be a growing set of uh, more industry specific apps and sort of technology and platform related apps. Right, the yeah. the AI and the workflow capabilities that are available in Microsoft 365 and Azure and some other platforms within the Microsoft ecosystem yeah. are going to continue to expand as we go through time. And we've talked about this repeatedly. There's a really rapid advancement in almost every single tool that's out there, especially the new AI and the, the process tools that they've put out. Yeah. And the wonderful thing about it is it seems like every day we go in and something new is there, or if there was something that wasn't working exactly right, then all of a sudden it works. Yeah. And I think you're going to continue to see that rapid advancement over the next year. And you're going to see this store really become more prominent so that you're anything you can think of is probably going to be there, right? Somebody's going to try to address the need. And part of that's driven by that the fact now there's there's well north, we believe, of 400 million users on 365 globally. Yeah. And roughly the numbers look like about 85% of that top level user number are active teams users and it grows every day every month every quarter every year right and this is going to continue to grow and the ecosystem is going to continue to build and again the points we've made in other in other podcasts it's a converged sort of consolidated platform whatever words you want to use right but it's the ability to go into a single platform and do most of the work you need to do as a business professional. And right. that makes such a tremendous difference from having to use one thing for video and another thing for voice and another thing for content development or slide development. You know, the list goes on of the, the various components that people try to cobble together. And that single platform really makes such a difference right it makes such a difference in the way you and i work and our team yeah. works that it's striking to when i joined two and a half years ago and we used microsoft uh applications mm -hmm. sort of the office suite but at the time we're not on teams we're not on 365 right and soon after I joined, we started testing it, right? And it was probably three, four months in that we made a hard shift. But I look at what we did before then and what we do now and take that convergence that has taken place and plug in all these apps that are going to fill the gaps, right? So think you're building a wall, you know, and you've got mortar to put in the wall. Sometimes there's a gap. This is a this is next. Sometimes it's a brick. Right. And it's big. And sometimes it's just mortar to sort of link everything together. But I think that's where we're heading. And I think the business impact 
of all of those AI and those process changes and all of those tools, plus all of these extra external pieces mm-hmm. that plug an app in and plug another functionality in. I think we're going to look back a year from now and wonder how we operated today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. I was actually thinking, not that I plan on going anywhere, but you imagine, you imagine making a lateral move to some other organization. The first thing I'm thinking is, do they use Microsoft yeah. 365? Do they use Teams? And are they allowing access to the power platform? Otherwise, I'd be yeah. like, how am I going to get anything done? <laughs> yeah. You know, for sure. Um, I like the concept of, um the ability to customize your view using different apps in other words like that widget concept i really like that i I really do hope microsoft figures that out that'd be great uh where you can kind of build your own dashboard with the specific apps that you want you know whether it's tabulated or whether whatever the case may be and then uh, i do think that what we're going to see in the next i'm going to say six months to a year we're going to see 100% 100% AI driven apps where the apps are 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 accomplishing or they're pre-built or pre uh, 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 pre-configured AI modules. Yep. So, you know, we we talk about low code, no code. No, this is this is pre-packaged AI modules. I could see that happening uh, in a And that's week. that's the next step if you think to one of our first podcast we spoke about might have been the first one we talked about an article i'd written in forbes about you have pioneers yeah you have the luddites right yeah. so you have pioneers who are really aggressively doing stuff you have the luddites who are at the bottom who are sort of against all the ai and the mechanization of things and you have that group in the middle that waits for it to happen to them right that's what's going to happen to them first their organization is going to make a decision to deploy a set of apps that are going to start to do things and recommend things much like uh, Viva did for me the other day when it said, hey, you should start your virtual commute. It's the end of your day. It was six o'clock at night or 6.05. Time to wrap up. Gave me a poke, right? Uh, I think that is really yeah. going to be a big element of what happens in the future that it, again, it sort of happens to you as a user, but it's your organization pushing you along to be more productive. Yeah. But by the you know same token of things we've talked about before, it the organization needs to decide to do some of these things. Many of these things do not turn on by default. You saw it when you went into that app screen. Some of them right. said request. Yes. And not in every case, but in some of those cases, it's because the org has excluded certain apps or certain categories of apps or specifically included them, right? So orgs need to really dive into this. Yeah. And understand the value add that comes out of these tools and to your point about experimentation give your employees the opportunity within a certain set of boundaries right of course yeah experiment with new new ways of doing work some of the applications ways that they can streamline the business yeah yeah well i think uh now more than ever the old mantra of there's an app for that is absolutely true (laughs) you can find it right here within your microsoft teams environment so uh but george this brings our podcast to an end um uh, i i really do hope folks start to leverage more apps do not fear the app dive on in um and and enjoy the ride uh but remember to subscribe to tech unmuted on your favorite podcast platform 
And you can also subscribe and follow us on YouTube so you don't miss the next episode. Until next time, remember this, stay connected. Visit fusionconnect.com slash tech unmuted for show notes and more episodes. Thanks for listening. Thank you.